Welcome. I'm glad you're here. Together, we will turn our shared concern about the state of our environment into a force for change. It will require you to reimagine the role of your home kitchen as more than a warehouse of food or a room where we cook and gather to eat. The time has come to enter your kitchen with eyes open to the transformative power it harnesses for the planet and you. The home kitchen has always been ground zero for positive environmental and social change, waiting for you to take your position as a kitchen activist. Now that you arrived, you will change the world with what you eat. Welcome to The Kitchen Activist. So you might have noticed that the name of this podcast has changed from How to Eat Less Water, and um, the introduction is a different introduction, but it really is the same, um, it's driven by the same passion, which is the passion that you and I share, which is how can we be part of the solution of what's happening in the world um, when it comes to the environment and social justice issues. All of those things are so embedded in what we are doing on a day-to-day basis in our kitchens. How are we shopping for food? How are we preserving food? Or are we wasting food? All of those those um, kind of what feels like small things that really add up to big things because there's very few things that we do on a daily basis as humans than eat and be part of um, the agriculture. And so, so as a result, you and I can partner with our decisions that we make as kitchen activists, as empowered home cooks to make an impact on the environment and change the world. Because quite frankly, we already have changed the world with what we eat, but it's not the results that we want, right? It's been about cutting down forests and draining peatlands and polluting rivers and creating dead zones and oceans. I mean, I can go on and on about how agriculture and food production has changed the world and not in the way that we want because we've seen the results of what's happening around us and the result of our changing planet. So I hope you really like the introduction. It it is coming from when I say, I'm glad you're here. It truly is um, my honor. I'm very humbled that you're taking the time and to listen to this podcast and to hear some ideas that I have and guests that I bring on that also have ideas so we can cross-pollinate. And I certainly hope that you stay connected to me, whether it's on Instagram or other social media um, platforms. And of course, sending me emails at info at eatlesswater.com. And I'm very accessible because this is we're doing this together, right? And we need to have a community 
or a tribe of kitchen activists who are ready and willing to put in the time and extra effort it takes in order to make a difference where it makes where we have control, we have complete control over our food procurement, um, how often we cook, uh, how we are storing our foods, all of those things we have control over. So, you know, since it is, I'm back after a little bit of a break between the How to Eat Less Water podcast and now the Kitchen Activist, um, as I took time to work on my book, The Kitchen Activist, which will be out in spring of 2025, which I'm really excited about. But so I got a lot of writing done, Um, still have more to do because books take a long time (laughs) to get going or to finish. Um, But it does have a really strong, I finally have a very strong um, foundation, which I can just fine-tune with my publisher, Red Hen Press. So I'm really excited about where I'm at with that. Um, And I'm really excited also to be back and having this conversation with with you. And and I, again, I'm very humbled that you're here. Welcome. And let's, let's start changing the world together right? From my kitchen, from your kitchen, and we're going to merge our influence. You know, one of the, one of the ideas that I was writing about in The Kitchen Activist is to think about this question of what's at stake. And I thought that was a good way for us to begin this new season of The Kitchen Activist is for each of us to ask ourselves that question of what's at stake, because that truly is one of the question, the like the core questions as an activist that you ask, and it becomes like the messaging that you put into flyers and when you have interviews or articles that you write is to really be grounded in that. But for for our own work and the and we also need that as a kitchen activist is to understand kind of the bigger picture of. What's at stake here? Why am I making that special trip over to the farmer's market when I could just go to the grocery store and it's much faster just to take care of everything all at once, but instead I'm going to make this journey to the to the farmer's market because I want to support regenerative um, agriculture, which when you hear me say regenerative agriculture, essentially it is agriculture that is giving more back then it's extracting, right? So that's simply what regenerative is. Uh, So, you know, or if you're stopping, you know, first to, you need chocolate, you're going to the chocolatier who you know is purchasing direct from a farm in Latin America that's using organic practices, or you're going to the cheese shop instead of going to the grocery store and supporting small scale um, dairies who are producing food without growth hormones or antibiotics and their their cows are out on pasture and that they're rotated like all of those pieces like why do that why take that extra time because it is more time it absolutely is it is less convenient to think in this way to be a kitchen activist uh so it is important for us to really think about What is at stake? 
And as when I asked myself the question when discussing climate change, the answer was simple and harrowing for me, which is everything, everything is at stake. Because, you know, just look around. And this summer especially has felt really daunting for so many of us to, to watch our temperatures rising, um, records breaking, the, you know, the talk, you know, reading articles about the, the water in Florida feeling like syrup because it's so hot and the coral dying. And so scientists doing what they can to rescue the coral to bring it out from under the water. I mean, the list just keeps going on because the li life on this planet is changing and the frequency and intensity of these natural weather events are harsher. So, you know, let's suppose our world continues on this warming trend. In that case, the United Nations warn us of continued melting ice caps, severe fires, which I've certainly experienced firsthand, droughts, sea level rise, and a sixth mass extinction that's already wiped away a million species. But we really don't even need to look at articles that are coming out or read these UN reports to know what is at stake. Because 85% of us have already experienced some type of extreme natural disaster resulting from or made worse by climate change. So I just started to reflect on kind of my own story as a way for, and I'm going to share it with you as a way for you to start reflecting on your, your own story of how has climate changed? What, what is your own experience with the way that the world is changing? Because by us remembering that and holding that and not in a way of let me feel scared and feel anxious about it, but rather just kind of as a fire to light a fire in us so that we continue to take the steps that we need to make changes in our own life so that we can be part of the solution. We can make a difference on this planet that we don't feel like we're disempowered just waiting for policymakers or corporations, boardrooms to make different decisions, but that we can be empowered and start pushing forward change. And it begins with our own homes, and specifically our own home kitchen. So I, I actually wrote about this in in um, which may or may not make pay the pages in my book, but of my own experience of what's at stake. So for me, climate change, for me, climate change's impact on our weather systems came to my doorstep only weeks after my first book was released. In December 2017, the hillsides near my coastal home in Ventura County, California, erupted in flames. Within hours, over 1,000 homes were heaps of ash on concrete foundations. Then came the oppressive smoke, causing school closures. Inside our homes, we watched the billions of embers, fragments of memory that had once been a tree, 
favorite toy, a front door, settle onto our sidewalks, cars, and lungs. We sheltered in place for days that turned into weeks. When the air cleared, the rain came, water dumped all at once, dislodging boulders from the newly burnt hillside in neighboring Santa Barbara County. Stone, mud, and water flooded homes in the early morning hours, sweeping away more than possessions this time, taking the lives of 23 people, including four children. It is our activism that will put an end to these devastating stories. Hope alone is not enough. So I'm going to say that again. It is our activism that will put an end to these devastating stories. And the way that I came up with that one piece was first by journaling, answering the question, what's at stake? So I really suggest as, as your activist um, job or, you know, as your action step this week is to set aside some time and really think about answering that question in a written way of, you know, journaling it, um, contemplating what is at stake for you that you can return to when you start to feel like you need some more motivation so that you can do these, all these other things that I'm going to talk about over this next season or things that you can look back. I really do recommend you go back to the first 70 um, action steps that I present in this podcast. Um, Things around meal planning, shopping, uh, why organic, all of those questions that I... I do a deeper dive in, and all of those questions that I answer here in this podcast and more to come. I'm going to keep kind of going further into each of these different topics. And I thought for the format of this, the kitchen activist would be essentially in four like four courses and then repeating those four courses so that we we just get a depth and a different flavor with each of these four courses. And the four courses meaning meal planning, shopping, organization, kitchen organization ideas, and cooking. So those four components is what I will continue to dial dial or those four courses or kitchen activism ideas, I'm going to continually, I'm going to continue to um, add more and more seasoning or flavor to so that we as kitchen activists can just keep getting better at those four things. And also as a way for us to be motivated, to stay motivated, Um, I really, really uh, hope that you will send me some information or tag me on Instagram. For example, when you put out your meal plan, um, you come up with your meal plan on a weekly basis, send it to me, tag me, take a picture of it because that's how, and I will share it. And I will also share it in the newsletter as well because it is this cross-pollination. It is that we need to be working 
together as a collective, even though we feel like we're working individually in our own home kitchens, we are working together as a collective, as kitchen activists. And we can and we will change the world with what we eat starting now. <laughs>